What's going on, people? I'm Lou. And I'm Sid. And, and we, we are Lose It. So, yeah, bro. Lockdown extended for one more week. <laughs> Your comments. <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, what to do? Necessary evil, I guess. I mean, it's sad. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, one good thing is... Uh, if you google covid cases in india and all the graphs right the graphs of india karnataka maharashtra and all it is on a downward trend so hopefully in the next couple of weeks it's close to back to normal but yeah, yeah. hopefully yes so yeah as we discussed last episode uh, like this two part series is mostly is <coughs> going to be about uh, why people do masters and uh, if a person decides to do masters what are the different steps he or she needs to take right so i think even you would right. you would also require it because uh, yeah when yes <laughs> i am i am super interested in this right now because uh, i really wanted all this information and then i thought like i needed to talk to you anyways about it yeah. but then uh, good that we are making a podcast on it so yes great <laughs> So uh said what's like the flow going to be for today what what do you think you're going to talk about what are you going to enlighten us oh, with enlighten and all no only information dissemination <laughs> but <laughs> yeah uh, i think this part will be mostly about the thought process of why a person needs to do masters because most of the times uh, a person like when is thinking about masters it's mostly about uh, mostly because of peer pressure or oh no like i need to right. advance myself and i think masters is the only way to do it and stuff like that so you know to give more context about that and once a person what does decide to choose masters you know like there are other things to consider like location and uh, what are the tests to prepare for and when to when how to schedule as to when to write tests and when to uh, join masters so it'll mostly cover all these topics and the next episode will be mostly about once you've done with your tests and all and how do you start an application process all that stuff okay crazy crazy so <clears throat> i'm excited said so uh, let's get started so <laughs> oh before that before that uh, so right. you have obviously written your gre that is why the we're going to make this podcast because you know all the things about it and huh. then you are you have completed your application process you have got into duke university in the mem program so <laughs> yeah um, all of that is giving a little bit credibility bro just uh, just want put it yes. out there <laughs> so yeah cool yeah go on sir tell us uh, so yeah another note to add also right this is going to be mostly through the personal experiences i have so the perspectives also might differ so you know all the things which I, all the information i give also should be taken with a pinch of salt right uh, you know make sure that you know this is not the only podcast you refer to like talk to other people when you make a decision right because yes, i don't want it to uh, salt pepper sugar effort. whatever you want to put <laughs> <laughs> but everything will be pinch take so yeah i think the first thing when you think about right uh, why a person needs to do masters there are multiple reasons a person can do and it's not that one reason is correct or one reason is wrong but it needs to uh, have the fact that at the end of your masters it's serving you well right because most of the indians are from a middle class society and uh, obviously you're going to take a what take a huge loan when you're going to do masters so you need to keep that in mind 
with any uh, decision you are thinking about so to start off with uh, i'll start off with my story as to why i wanted to do masters so in in engineering as such right uh, like i was thinking about masters in my third year of my engineering itself okay like second mm-hmm. year to third year of engineering i'm like uh, uh, you know main reason wasn't the wasn't that you know i need to uh, study more or upskill myself in uh, electronics communication computer science or whichever degree i was interested in it was uh, more about oh us very nice it looks i want to travel all those places what is the easiest <laughs> way to do that because uh, as far as i've seen in the network i have and the people i know it is more like if you're working uh, you would go to you would go abroad like through your company through the job you have after 8 to 10 years i'm like okay no that's very late so how can i go quicker like earlier it's like okay you can do masters and uh, yeah it's like ha peace do master study for two more years you can chill also because uh, engineering we did nothing but chilling most of the times so <laughs> yeah that was my thought process then i was like okay cool what should i do then I, like write the relevant tests and stuff like that okay then uh, came my final year of engineering where uh, you know we had to sit for placements and stuff like that and uh, then i was telling my parents i'm going for masters why placements I don't need and all that and my parents were like see why don't you sit you will also get to know your capabilities skills you know if you can crack a job and stuff i'm like okay cool like it's mm-hmm. not that i have to get uh, take a job no <laughs> i sat <laughs> and then like after i get my job they're like ha huh, you're getting a good job with a good salary why are you going to masters <laughs> but yeah on a, a serious note what uh, what they wanted was uh, they wanted me to experience the corporate world for uh, a couple of years one to two years so that i actually understand uh, you know what kind of course i want to do in masters and yeah that kind of helped for me but yeah coming back to the main point as to why people do uh, masters one is for money right uh, obviously jobs in the us uh, what rupee to dollar ratio all that is that uh, you get higher salary in us and also the thing is uh, you can live in the us the way of living is different and some standard, standard of living lo- better yeah. i guess i don't know if if uh, i can say better because it's a preference right because uh, so yeah explain it to me i didn't get so it so huh. in the terms right like what i meant was uh, at least for me uh, in terms of preference what i said uh, see for me my whole point of masters is different so after i uh, do masters maybe work for a year or two i would want to come back to india because i prefer uh, relationships more like you know i prefer to stay with my family more right now than uh, you know staying far away from them right so that's the, that's the mm-hmm. thing of mm-hmm. preference i meant no but i mean in general the standard of living i mean the 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 conditions in which people right. live in the the systems that are in right. place i i'm pretty sure it's a better state over there right than here right but Uh, the thing is for uh, people who are not the citizens it's quite different right because uh, the like yes standard of uh, what standard of living is higher but apart from that as a 
and like a not a citizen you have to go through a lot of additional processes which you wouldn't have to do in your country okay like for, for every okay. small thing you have mm-hmm. to Yeah. Got it. Got it. So if you have to buy a house, you have to buy a car, you have to change a job. For everything there will be additional processes which will increase pressure in your daily life. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, yeah, one is, you know, standard of living, way of living. The other one is money. Uh the other one is like a very uh not well thought of reason like me, you know, just going for masters without thinking about the implications as to how I was thinking in college days and stuff like that. and another one would be to change uh, their field of study right like you know maybe you liked uh, what you did this degree you did this job and you didn't like it and now you want to uh, upskill yourself get more knowledge in a, a field you like uh, you would want to do a masters so you know these are the couple of reasons mm-hmm. so uh, one thing is you need to be very sure as to why you are doing it because then the experience of masters will change right because if it's money you are going to mm-hmm. uh, direct yourself in that way when you join a masters program but if it's to uh, mm-hmm. like for every uh, reason you do the way of the way you're going to pursue your masters will be different because uh, then okay. uh, the college you decide the place you live all those things vary right because for example mm-hmm. take your mm-hmm. <clears throat> you're a cs grad okay and your main purpose is to uh, earn more money right so mo- uh, most of the times you are going to go go for a college in california because that's where most of the silicon valley so most of the companies are there so higher chance of getting hired mm-hmm. and uh, what get, uh, getting better jobs and stuff but maybe you want to do research then you would actually check colleges all over uh, us to uh, uh you know which has the best research facilities so it so okay okay it is very important for a person to clearly understand what reason you know you want to do your masters because if you don't go with clarity uh, you wouldn't get the full use of your masters program so that's my thought on that mm-hmm. so yeah so uh, let's take your right. case uh, which was you know just to go there and uh, maybe explore right. this new Correct. place i guess that, that would be the best way to say call it so uh, how would how did you um, think of right. um, you know which place to go and so, so to uh, so that thought process which i told uh, started right it was in college and uh, mm-hmm. so that time obviously both of us were doing electronics and communication i'm like uh, what am i like th- that time i'm like okay if i do my masters it'll either be ec or uh, computer science right i had like, uh, what good interest in cs but a little interest in ec also because i am an ec engineer but then my uh, 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 what uh, after the two years i worked right uh, after my college i understood that uh, what uh, just because Uh, uh i want to explore uh, another country right united states or uh, think uh, yeah united states uh, will i be happy doing a two year program in ec because to to be honest the courses in the college i did we did sorry <laughs> the co- courses we did in undergrad uh, there were some courses which i liked but majority of the courses it did not excite me so i was thinking 
okay. if i continue the same program like same field of study will i be happy you know uh, like why am i putting myself into the same position again right so two factors one was to go abroad right. and the other one was to choose the right program while you go abroad exactly so so basically yeah. in that sense you did not have a preference of where to go exactly you just wanted to go abroad yes and yeah. the preference of where to go came about when you chose the program that you wanted to go correct so uh, okay. preference of location came in after i what uh, after i understood which program i need to go to so the preference of program i finally realized after my 2 years of work experience where i understood that you know i do not want to get into a uh, technical field like you know core technical field like ec or cs i want a mix of both because i understand that like uh, i have some skills where i have a higher inclination where it comes to people management and uh, development of uh, sorry talking to people and stuff so i was trying to see same page bro same page <laughs> Uh, so hopefully this gets huh. more useful to you. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. So so yeah, but so there was this interest in technology, but there was this inclination as to okay, uh you know, uh, I have these skills where if I think I can use them, it would be really effective. So yeah, you know, I I was like okay, why do why don't I explore other courses, you know? yes all my other friends are doing masters in eccs or the technical fields but i know that if i already know that after going there i might not like it because when i see the courses on the college website right i know that these are the courses like vlsi design i'm like i have a, a you know a, a background to i'm learning vlsi i really don't <laughs> want to do it again <laughs> vlsi was just an example uh. no offense <laughs> but yeah <laughs> so i was uh, i was trying to explore like that so initially i thought about mba then uh, but in mba also there were a couple of uh, parts of the courses which uh, which really did not uh, weren't of use to me for example thing subjects related to human resources or finance and stuff like that uh, i did not want to do there were parts of mba which i wanted to do but not the whole program as such mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. like during that research process can't call it research because i didn't do too much about it but yeah uh, uh what i came across the masters in engineering management program where there it, it was like a, a match made in heaven like whatever they told i'm like it was hitting the heart bro like yeah like i will be happy <laughs> here <laughs> so that's awesome nice huh so that's how i went about my process so i think the first thing like a person needs to understand is what one is what do they like and second is what are they good at so a good combination of this in their uh, what like whatever they want to upskill i think uh, what you, you would be happy in that kind of a program is what i mean to say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so Okay. So yeah, this is like I think yeah. Continue. Sorry. So this is like the reasons to do masters and also once you have got your reasons, when do you apply or when do you actually start focusing on when to do it? Huh. So I think so. Uh, you you understood why you want to do a masters, right? 
so but the thing is uh, you need to think about this during college right give it a thought as to do you think you would want to do masters right because for uh, like you know there are multiple reasons uh, you know that come into picture when you want to do masters because there are things like financial reasons and stuff like that where you have to factor in it's good to start early to think about it right do, do you actually want to do masters right for example uh, a person wants to become a designer right or uh, if a person wants to become a designer more like most probably he doesn't need a masters okay. right he's mostly gonna uh, what uh, continue doing his design job or after doing the masters as he wants to do mm-hmm. yeah so there's no change as such so the what get, getting clarity on the reason during college is very important and after that uh, what uh, the period of work right so my suggestion is after your uh, co- uh, what uh, after your college try to work before you do masters because it gives you more clarity you understand how a corporate setting works you you understand how companies work right. irrespective of the job job role you are in you see people in other job roles right you can always go talk to them see how their jobs are right because see for uh, both of us what we were uh, we were technical people in in our jobs mm-hmm. right you were a design engineer i'm a, i was an application you are a design engineer i am an appli- i was an applications engineer so one thing we uh, what we could see how our jobs would look like in the future if we continued that path and also get to see people in other fields of line in the same company as to what their paths are so this gives you more context as to see if you want to stick to the same thought process of what you decided in college or you can always change like how i changed so initially i was like ha huh, i want to do masters in ec then i'm like no okay no like this makes more sense for me so i'll do masters in engineering management so recommendation is always to do a job or take a gap year or do freelancing do anything so that you explore more and then uh, understand what uh, what what you want to do masters in okay so the next thing is um okay uh, you you focused on the reasons to do and then when to do <clears throat> so you, you're saying basically give yourself two years of time after college to like explore the corporate world and stuff so not two years as such it could be a year to two bit depending on the person okay okay got it got it so always it's it's good to have i mean it's not always but i mean you're saying it's good to have some yes. corporate knowledge okay C- correct uh, so it's like see some people from uh, year 1 of their degree they for some people like you know they realize very early that they need to do this okay mm-hmm. you know a couple of friends right. in our college itself from year 1 year 2 of college they knew okay i am going to do this because i like this mm. so they did masters right after college yeah when you ha- basically right. as long as you have clarity you should you should go for it whenever you yeah. think it is right for you Yes. but then if you still are struggling for clarity at the fourth year of your college then it's best to give yeah. it some more time i think clarity yes. plays a very important role because of this decision of you know really going Correct. abroad and the entire process is like you said for every single thing there is a process because you aren't really a citizen of their country so yeah yeah okay makes sense makes sense so um 
what are like the co- okay so how do you how did you go ahead okay you told me this but i guess uh, what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. is how would a person uh, be able to decide what is their field of interest i mean uh, mm-hmm. so you found out uh, from you know just like by researching about mba and stuff uh, uh, you suddenly came across right, right. mem program right uh, so yeah t- mm-hmm. tell me about how right. each one can maybe go ahead and do their own research i think one one thing people uh, so this is coming from uh, like for kids okay not kids sorry for people who are in college after that i'll okay. talk, talk about people who are working now so first one thing what i think people need to do during college right they need to explore more so most of the times we hear a uh, we hear all these teachers or you know people saying you know, build your career in a particular direction right Mm-hmm. uh so that you can get better jobs in that field right that is true when you have clarity mm-hmm. right but you know but people put it as a general advice and you know people get too confused like you know i want to try this but that guy, what that guy who is working in such a good company told me that you know i have to build my uh, resume or my uh, skills such that i can land a job there that's the wrong notion right if you have clarity great so suppose a person is really interested in robotics you do all projects related to robotics you do things related to robotics take courses related to robotics it makes sense but like at least for both of us i can say that we weren't clear as to what mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. right so what i was what like what i did was after when i was thinking about masters after college while i was working i saw like the past 4 years i was a ec engineer and add ec courses throughout right but where is the time i spent the most where i enjoyed right what did i do like what kind of things i did where i enjoyed the, uh, where i enjoyed the most so uh, what i think for more, for both of us it was more like you no know, we did more extra curricular activities mm-hmm. you know uh, throughout our engineering It, it what it wasn't that you know we did those extra curricular activities to get a certificate or right. or you know to get some credit as such right and it's not that it was only during that you know we had to uh, we wanted to bunk classes that's why we did this we post college hours also we put in a lot of effort a uh, lot of time to do different different extra curricular activities so that's what i uh, i understood that you know i liked that that's why i put in the time without thinking twice i did not think about the economic implications or what will happen right i just liked it so that's why i did so is there a way to uh, suppose i like uh, what for example we organize tedx events we uh, i what as a student placement coordinator what is the common thing about all those right it was management of people it was talking to people so can i transfer those skills into a field where i like these things mm-hmm. like i like tech right so in a tech domain where can i apply these skills so, so that like all these uh, all these things intersect so that's how i came to a decision that yeah i can do product management so there is right? some amount so, of soul searching that needs to be done um, rather than just exploring yeah. different things you need to be able to see what you're good at and what your strengths and weaknesses are and be able to really um, write it down i guess or um, yeah i guess i guess that would help yeah. right like what i have seen is some people are very scared to try things because they're like uh, okay for example a person uh, recently told me that she doesn't like uh, sorry she likes finance but uh, she's like uh, 
I can do a finance internship, but I don't know if it'll affect or what if it'll help me for my career, mm-hmm. right? That is during college, like you no know, second or third year of college. So uh, that common notion is that oh shit, I'm an engineer, so I need to do internships related to my field. But at least from my personal experience, I think during those four years of college, I think it gives you the liberty to. try different things like you know all the summer vacations which they get or all the other holidays you have to like you have like you can you can go do internships you can like you know as a college student uh, your family doesn't expect anything from you monetarily right mm-hmm. so you can go to a company and say i will work i will work for you for 2 months for free right so that i can learn from you so isn't that helpful for you because you will one find out if you really like the thing which you which you thought you liked and uh, the second thing is you will understand what kind of job will it be if i continue this path mm-hmm. so uh, I, i feel like it's a lot of experimentation iterations people think that they can get clarity with just thinking but it's both you have to think that you know what kind of things you like and ca- try to put it in the real world and see if you actually like them okay. so i think so i think the soul searching part like you know to get give it more clarity it's something like mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. so let's uh, so, yeah. let's get into the tests then <laughs> so suppose you understood your reason to do masters the course you want to do right irrespective of whether you you have clarity on that or not if you just have a thought that you want to do gre mm-hmm. sorry you want to do masters it's better to write the relevant tests for example gre for your masters or your gmat for uh, mba because it has a five year validity mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and uh, suppose after college you want to work uh, you don't have to put in the extra time after work hard to write gre or gmat right. to study for right. that right it's very important guys and uh, listen to this this is very <laughs> important advice uh, i know the brunt of it now <laughs> because it's very hard to really get back to you know studying once you're like really working for 2 years and yeah. your your mind is just stagnated to in a sense where you're not able to see uh, it's been so long since i wrote on paper okay that i that my handwriting yeah. is so bad nowadays it's so funny yeah but yeah but listen to that advice guys very important <laughs> advice <guys. laughs> so yeah like you know it's best to write because during your third or fourth year like you no know, there is that good amount of time like you know end of your summer vacations or uh, you know uh, the time between your last internals and your final examinations somewhere you can always squeeze out time right and you'll all you and as you said said right you are studying already so you know studying gre is like studying another subject mm-hmm. but when you're working you're like you have you have the resistance like oh shit i have to study <laughs> yeah so uh-huh. yeah and the good thing is that it is a five year validity and uh, it, it doesn't matter that uh, you know you had written gre 4 years back or 3 years back because uh, for me i wrote gre in my uh, third year mm-hmm. i wrote uh, yeah i wrote gre in my third year and i applied uh, what like 4 years later right uh so it did not matter uh, if i wrote gre 4 years back so it's better to write gre or gmat when you are in college and making sure you have a good score even if you don't want to do master it's still good to write it because you do not know 
how things will change right. over a couple of years. Right, that's true. And the yeah. other exam, which uh, what universities ask for is IELTS or TOEFL. So with respect to IELTS or TOEFL, it has a two-year validity, but it's just to test if you know uh, like basic English. So there's not a lot of preparation that goes for that. So you can always write it a year before you want to apply for mm-hmm. masters. You don't have to write it early. Nice. Interesting. Interesting. So, so <clears throat> let's uh, get into how do you prepare for the <laughs> test then? Like what what goes in and how many months before do you need to start preparation and then when when do people when do you actually have to start applying to colleges and yeah tell me the entire process from when you're fixated in your mind that you know what you're going to write this GRE or GMAT um and then um how many months before your uh-huh. applications start you have to write it and then yeah tell me all of that so uh, so it depends so for uh, let's start with uh, how to prepare for tests i only know <coughs> about gre don't know about gmat so but as far as i have seen for gre a good amount of time to prepare is 2 months so uh, i i went for this coaching class in second year did not know that if i needed a coaching class but yeah i went for a coaching class and there the math teacher told me that you know gre is not a very uh, complicated test right it's just uh, testing your uh, quant and uh, verbal skills but in a very uh, in a limited amount of time so the main skills you need is uh, speed and you know ability to uh, uh, what uh, uh try to get answers quickly for all the questions mm-hmm. right so all the shortcuts basically for different things so a good amount of time is 2 uh, months you know try to plan your gre test for 2 months so basically if you're starting now in uh, june uh you have to think of writing your test in august okay so mm-hmm. and the main thing is before you prepare you need to understand what level of uh competency or in right so you need to take up a, a mock gre test so that you understand what is your level of skill in quant and verbal mm-hmm. and once you understand that you can obviously put in more time on the on the part where you are not so good for example i was not so good in verbal that's, uh, so that's i like put in most more time that, <laughs> yeah uh-huh. <laughs> it is like most of the, so obviously gre is for 340 uh, points and 170 is uh, quant and 170 is verbal most of the indians will get above 160 in quant mm-hmm. but getting above 155 or 150 in verbal is very hard okay. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah uh, you need to uh, understand what level you are in and what proportionately put in that time right and uh, i don't think you need a in person coaching class for this exam you can always take up a online uh, what is that long distance program as such mm-hmm. uh, so uh, you can put a, uh, what you can take up a long distance program where like uh, magush is a good recommendation because a lot of people uh, have taken it up and have uh, improved their scores a lot so yeah good thing is you have to put put in an hours to 2 hours work every day and every week uh write an exam to see that progress to see if you're improving in your scores so and the other part of gre is essays uh so there are two essays but they're fairly uh it's basically you have to understand how how you need to structure your essays for both of them 
once you understand that it's uh, very simple it's not that hard to okay. write those essays so yeah that's with respect to preparation of gre uh, from what i've understood about gmat i don't know a lot about gmat but gmat requires cl- uh, close to 5 to 6 months of preparation to get a really good score okay mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a little harder than gre so it needs a bit more preparation okay okay so um okay given we write the so we start today okay given we write the uh, exam in august okay uh, what do you think like okay so what when does the application process usually start in colleges and how till so, when does it go uh what college processes have like those two terms one is fall one is spring ha huh, explain so, that explain that to for, me so because academic years are very different in different countries for example our engineering academic year starts in august but for some countries it can start in jan so when it ends it'll be different right so that's why colleges offer two terms it can what fall term and spring term so fall term starts in august and spring term starts in jan okay so you can you can apply for either of them uh, there are some uh, what uh, differences for applying fall and spring we'll cover that in the next episode okay but uh, uh fall fall term process starts uh, so suppose you want to apply for fall 22 so you start your process uh, from october uh, september end october fall uh, sorry september end october 20, uh, uh, 2021 so you're saying you so you write uh, gre in august and then by september end you apply yes so so you start the process it's not, uh, so application deadlines are december 15th january 15th but uh, there's a huge process uh, that you oh, need to so do so wait so for the so if i'm if i want to join in 2022 okay uh, then fall. by uh, fall as in august 2022 if i want to join december is where the line yeah. ends for admissions yes okay and is it something like uh, some uh, colleges go up yeah go on go on some colleges go up to january okay but most of the colleges end by december so 15. is it something like you know december the sooner may. you apply the better or is there is there nothing like that uh, some colleges have that option it's called uh, on a rolling basis that means they do not wait for all the applications to come in till the last day they like as and when you put out your uh, uh, application we will review them and if we like you we will take you in they do not wait for the other applicants okay. so it depends from college to college so that you have to research and make sure if they have a rolling uh, uh, basis of uh, you know admittance okay so then you have um, you have to try and apply for that so you will have higher chances of getting it mm-hmm. okay okay and the spring term it starts in january so that means if you want to join spring 2022 you have to be done uh, you have to done if, uh, what last date will be around july august uh, 2021 so you have to make sure you submitted applications by then yeah these are little uh, important things for me yes uh, good uh, good so, to hear yeah. it yes and uh, so okay wait so yeah. gre i think uh, okay i'm just asking for myself others can yeah just google it but what exactly happens in toefl or ielts ielts <laughs> what 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 is the structure of the thing i mean uh, i know what the structure like of the gre gmat test. and all is like there's verbal there's quant and then there's some oh, writing okay. section what's up with uh, toefl and stuff so ielts and toefl follow the same thing but different uh, way of uh, scoring that's all and uh, so it's like toefl is widely accepted in the us 
and ielts is more of uh, where the other uh, nations like canada uk australia they accept ielts more widely so that's the difference mm-hmm. and uh, uh, what uh, ielts uh, this is what i know before the pandemic that right now i don't know what is the uh, format of sorry not the format like you know way of writing so before the pandemic ielts was supposed was a written test and uh, toefl was a uh, computerized based test so okay yeah uh, so basically the structure is you have to uh, you'll have like different uh, so basically you'll have different ways of uh, uh, the testing will be to see how you would uh, respond in different ways so like can you read english can you understand english can you write english and can you speak english so basically they will uh, test you for all these four things and it's uh, just it's just the basic english right like whatever how we converse now it's basically that they just want to test that if you know that part okay okay mm-hmm. so it's it yeah. doesn't really need a preparation as such or you recommend some some days of preparation uh, so preparation as such is better to understand what the format is and how many hours is it and to prepare for that amount of hours because tests like gre and toefl it's a long like it takes a lot of amount of time to write the test like like gre takes what 3 and 1/2 hours and i think toefl takes also like around 2 to 2 and 1/2 hours i'm not sure so it, it, it's just that you have to sit okay. for 2 okay. and 2 and 1/2 with with 2 uh, and 1/2 hours without burning out so mm-hmm. that preparation is required for uh, toefl slash ielts that you know you make sure that you have the concentration to write a test for that amount of period but uh, apart from that okay. uh, not much okay. uh, preparation is required so what um, what else do you have in mind to say for this episode so like the things which i wanted to cover like let's go like point by point yeah, the let's, first let's go that huh yeah first one basically was to make sure that people understand uh, that you know they have to they need to have clarity as to why they want to do masters it's not that it's a fixed clarity but some clarity right for example uh, it's it's like that you can change later but you need to know why you want to do masters now if you don't know if you don't know now only why are you applying like it doesn't make sense right so that is the first thing which i wanted to uh, what make sure people understand do you think i missed what i missed out any point in that so one sense? thing okay um, uh-huh. i think for me uh, huh. thought comes is hmm. how do i choose which country i mean see huh. let's be honest here okay huh. um, i look at united states or canada or the right. europe i mean uh-huh. these three are usually the ones i mean australia is there but i think it's too too expensive or something so no one really talks about it <laughs> but but uh, uh, when whenever we talk about higher education we talk about uh, america then canada or the europe right. whatever whatever place uh-huh. in europe so which country do i choose and um, is there a, it, it, how much of a factor does uh, money play in it and um, yeah how do i basically choose which country to go to um, mm-hmm. because uh, each of those countries i mean it seems at least from what i've heard from people that the us has i mean all the best programs all the best universities and stuff so what would make a person choose canada or choose europe instead of huh. united states um, yeah how yeah the thing about australia is a lot uh, of what the the uh, the domain expertise for uh, like uh, in australian colleges it's different so if you see many civil engineers go to australia oh okay because mm-hmm. the uh, 
uh, what the uh, field of civil engineering is really good there so it's mainly about the domains uh, i don't the cost factor is not a much oh, okay. it's that's uh, great what is okay. not very costly as such but yeah but this is the main thing and another reason is you know getting an australian citizenship is comparatively easier so some people choose australia also yeah yeah so yeah now coming back to these uh, three right us uh, canada and uk one common notion is uh, a lot of people are going to us it's like that uh, choice like where do you want to go to us most of the people going to what most of the people i know are going to us so even i'll go to us so that is that one common notion that is that you know no doubt us has some of the best uh, programs and stuff as such but uh, you know some of the times people just want to go to us because most of them mm-hmm. are going to us and uh, now coming to the thing right as to uh, how would you choose which country you want to go that depends on what you want to do after masters do you want to settle down there do you want to be a permanent resident right all of these factors you need to think about it a little okay because uh, each country the way uh, you can become a permanent resident or if you want to settle down there the laws are different you know the amount of time to become a permanent resident or getting a citizenship is different so is that some is that a factor in your mind right so uh, what canada has a, a comparatively easier rules compared to us in terms of resident what uh, citizenship and permanent residence so are you planning to uh, what uh, become a pr permanent resident in canada uh, sorry uh, abroad so then it's better to choose canada right so that is one thing you need to think okay. about and uh, another thing is even if you don't want to settle down uh, after your masters uh, uh, how many years can you uh, be in the nation like in, uh, in uh, there's something called opt optional practical uh, practice some training which allows you to work on a student visa for uh, a certain period okay so uh, like you know that amount of period you need to check because uh, so like some of the students uh, are in the notion that after i finish my uh, uh, masters i will work for the certain amount of period there itself so that i can pay off my loan because uh, it's a hefty loan amount so that is one thing you need to uh, take in and, and the other thing is fees as you told that time also right so fees in the uk and canada is comparatively lesser than fees in okay. us okay okay mm-hmm. yeah so that is one and another thing as i uh, i was telling about domain expertise so most of the mechanical engineers go to germany okay, right, because right. one is the fees lesser and uh, the domain expertise is also higher there mm-hmm. not only germany uh, in uk basically so you know those are the some of the parameters that uh, you can think about when you are uh, up, uh, so when you're choosing a question so it, it huh. does a uh, so if you choose a particular location say i take i choose canada okay huh. um and i finished my masters there 
is it easy how um, easy is to is it to get a job there because see i think in united states right uh, it's it's right. relatively more easier because the amount of jobs that are present there is is higher <laughs> is it the same right. across the board in other countries as well like as in if if you if you study there you will most certainly i mean if you're a good student you will most certainly get a job there is it is it like that can you take that for uh, granted in uk i don't know i don't have uh, enough information but as far as in canada uh, what i see is uh, most of the uh, most of the companies are trying to set up branches in canada and the canadian government are giving incentives especially to engineers to come to canada to settle in canada because they want oh, their okay. economy to increase so they're like let's get in more people so uh, and uh, yeah one of my friends also told me uh, aditya he told me that you know the work laws right uh, are very stringent there which means uh, you know uh, companies cannot overwork you like you no know, a 9 to 5 a 9 to 5 job oh. like after 5 o'clock you can't check out of your office without any repercussions oh okay okay so, that's why ah uh, people who <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's so interested in canada okay uh, that's interesting okay uh, i mean yeah. oh that is that is something which is very important uh, i think uh, to to consider yeah. like because see um, one thing is united states is very good in the domain expertise and stuff but then uh, i think with respect to the amount of work that you will have to shell out it would be very similar to the, to india Correct. right i mean certain days you will have to stretch yeah. uh, but it's not the case in canada is it yes. this is this is something which is important i think yeah. people should know this because uh, most people nowadays yeah. as, uh, especially they want this work life balance it's which very important to them exactly so this is another factor that we need to look into before we get into it yes mm-hmm. correct and so uh, when i was talking to people uh, about locations about the mem program uh, when i was asking uh, uh, things so one of uh, my friends anirudh he he studied in the us for mem so i was asking him like you know do you think should i apply to canada uk and stuff he gave very he gave me like two statements about it he's like understand that us is like the hub of innovation right if you are a person right. who thrives under pressure who wants to uh, you know be running around 24/7 who wants to keep doing stuff who wants to do new stuff is that is that how you imagine your life to be then uh, what is if you want that kind of work culture come to us you know that kind of life come to us apply but you want a really re- relaxed chill life where yes you're getting a good job you're what it's not that you know getting a very uh, less amount of money if you're getting a good job and you know you want to chill after work you want to have a very relaxed balanced life it's better to consider canada and uk because the way of living mm-hmm. uh, is different and this i've seen even in uk companies right uh, so all most of the uk companies they have two phones uh their personal two, two phones mobile phones oh okay so uh-huh. a public phone sorry a personal phone and a office phone okay right so to all their customers or to all their office mates they give their office number and once they're done with their work like after 6 pm they do not touch their office phone got it mm-hmm. so they you know they cut off they're like i need my time my personal time with my family so that is a kind of culture that goes on right 
so it depends on what what kind of culture do you want over a period of time and understand so that is one factor you need to look into interesting yeah nice that's that's yeah i think that's very important like what do you what do you see yourself doing in the long term are you a person who's really this creative passionate dude who like wants to yeah be 24/7 involved in yeah. something or do you want to like have a chill uh, you know have a break every now and then yeah. you know have a relaxed life yeah and exactly. one more thing um i think these these are like coming more into the laws the my my questions are more like into the laws of different countries and all uh-huh. but then uh, i think one another reason why you would if you are planning on going to the united states and if you are looking to become a citizen of that country of any other country then i think the us is probably the best one to choose because uh, their passport as such is like they have ease of yeah. access to all the countries in the world so in that sense i think yes. the united states i mean if you are a person who really wants to travel around the world you know really explore a lot yeah. i guess in that sense us would be the easiest uh, passport access but then yeah you have to struggle a lot to get the citizenship yeah. in the first place <laughs> that is a completely different conversation yeah so <laughs> let's <talk about> that. <laughs> okay <laughs> Ha huh, okay let's get it back to your uh, points of, of what you wanted to cover huh? yeah so what you think the reasons to do masters and stuff like and when to do masters i think that is kind of clear right yeah it is pretty clear so the so see i think most people right including me where we actually falter is when a person tells us this right we don't we don't tend to really you know put some reflection and try to look at our strengths and weaknesses okay i think we all need to you know really sit down some day okay just just today itself guys if you're listening to the podcast and if you really want to do your masters just you know sit down now and then just really revisit your life okay think about your strengths and weaknesses and uh, it's it's a strenuous process i mean it seems like it's a very simple thing to find out your strengths and weaknesses but it's not i mean i've tried it and um, you you'll start to realize how much of your life you really don't uh, you know pay attention to and uh, i think i think it's it's quite eye opening as well as very uh, interesting as you try to explore yourself i mean uh, also if if it's very difficult for you to explore your strengths and weaknesses by yourself i think you can ask people for feedback i think that's one of the best ways to get to know your strengths and weaknesses i don't know why very few people are doing that out there you know asking people you know hey uh, tell me about what do you think is good about me what do you think is bad about me you know this kind of feedback from people will uh, will try to show you what you might uh, be thinking wrong about yourself because i think today right most people live with such low self esteem <laughs> that you know uh, the they think that they are not really good at certain things but they actually are like i mean in the eyes of others at least they are and that is important to know what other people think about you because you can't observe yourself every moment but the people around you are observing you and stuff like exactly, that exactly exactly so and one more thing is this cognitive bias also is there right inside your mm-hmm. mind you are one person and what you actually yeah. are outside you are another Can, person so yeah. it's good to know both so you have to sit and write down your weaknesses strengths write down what you think is good and bad about you and then ask another person and you will be right. astonished to see that what you thought was bad about you is not really what is bad about yeah. you yeah <laughs> and what you thought was your strength might not really be your strength <laughs> be your strength <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah so definitely i think you covered that bit very yeah. well but i think there's there's this 
sport there's this part of see it's like it's like um, uh you know therapy right i mean psychotherapy and also what they do is uh people just laugh it off because by saying uh it is you're just going to pay to go and talk to someone but then mm. uh it's it's an equal process of you trying to explore yourself while they are just helping you out so helping you it doesn't explore. work it doesn't yeah it doesn't work unless you do your bit in yeah, it yeah another thing about the mm. point you told to ask feedback from people right it's very important who are the people you are asking because the answers might vary ah, so true. like you know a couple of points on that is you need to see who are the people who you most interact with like over a period of time one is definitely your parents you need to ask them apart from that right who are the kind, uh, who are your friends or uh, like over a six month period of time this is just an example uh in six months who, the, who are the people who are most interacting with because they see what are the changes you are doing over uh, like a period of time for example you lo like you know you've told me over time you know like you know these are things you've been ch- what i've seen you changing over a period of time right so that helped me so mm-hmm. i think the people who you ask is also very important so yeah right so right. Uh, coming to the second point i think uh, about the course you need to do i think we already covered that in this, this discussion about uh, self reflection and yeah. underst- and most most importantly experimentation is like you know if you like something give it a try do a small project uh, right it's not it's not just about getting the theoretical information it's about you implementing and trying smallest thing you can do in that particular domain for example if you like data science most of my examples are going to be engineering gear or like cs ec because that's the only thing i know <laughs> so yeah you know maybe you like data science you know try to uh, do a very very small data science project where you applied a concept of data science or leave that uh, if you want to do something in management right uh, have you ever been in a position where you have managed something maybe an event or people you know try to put yourselves in that position so that it's not about whether you have the skill or no it's about whether you like it right whether you like managing people a lot of people don't like to talk to a lot of people they just ha- like to talk to very few people in like you know in groups it, it's just the what their personality or what their likings are like you know there's no judgment on that it's just to understand what you like or not so that experimentation is the key even if you've finished college right and you have if you you work in a first like first year of job or something there are so many clubs outside right what you can always uh, do mm-hmm. do something right for example both of us we we volunteered at make a difference right so we could see a lot of things we could talk to more people see what of different uh, domains that is one the second thing is like you know i managed volunteers like you know i had an additional chance to see if i like managing people and doing organizing stuff and stuff like that so you know i think that experimentation point is the key i, I think the next point is the location you need to choose uh with respect to yeah we covered that yeah. pretty extensively yeah main point is what is your goal if your goal is to return to india after your masters and stuff i don't think it matters a lot go for the best school there is but you know if there are more go- like if there are additional goals after your uh, masters program then you have to dig deep into how government laws are there what are the rules 
for stuff like that and uh, after that is the test you need to write and uh, preparation GRE GMAT TOEFL IELTS and when you need to write if you're in college please write it in college <laughs> don't delay it <laughs> exactly yeah just just don't even think about it guys uh, you can think about all the other things also i mean even if you wanted to do masters or not and all of that you can think about it later yeah. and you can just 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 go ahead and write it guys trust me on this you don't want to regret later just go ahead and write it <laughs> because it's very hard to manage a job and writing a test and you know doing other things if uh, you like also right like the work life balance which you strive to aim for it goes for a toss like ah oh, damn yeah so yeah i think yeah these are the things i want to cover this episode i hope i gave some context and clarity yeah bro yes yes you did i mean i'll um, think on these things this entire week and then next week i if i have any questions i'll i'll, I'll definitely bug you in the next podcast the people who are listening also you can put about dms put give us your questions yeah yeah, yeah sure yes um yeah in the we are hoping that people listen listen <laughs> yeah so i mean the second half of this would would more con- would more likely concentrate on the uh, all, all all on the things that people usually forget to talk about i guess uh, about the loan process the only the people who have done it usually know what it is correct right? yeah i mean it's it's quite a like very niche uh, and i think that's mainly because why would you want to talk about this when you have not even written gre or gmat yeah correct but then i think but then i think it's quite important to know it so that you're well prepared yeah. i mean especially now man with all this pandemic Correct. and shit yeah, right yeah. things are so uncertain so it's better to have some prior knowledge on what really happens after the yeah. after the test and yes. uh, you know the processes and the visa the loan and all of that so we'll get to that in the yeah. next podcast yes guys hope you like this episode yeah yes <laughs> i enjoyed it bro <laughs> i don't know about the others i enjoyed it yes enough enough bro That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay guys, I'm Lou and I'm Say. And, and we, we are Lucid.